and now for something completely different. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those of you noticing elevated blood pressure courtesy of current events, welcome to a rush production of something completely different. I have a, a series of dots to connect for you here that may give you a decent idea of what's in store for us over the next few weeks. Of course, you recall first came the raid, the Mar-a-Lago raid, unprecedented and questionable as to motive. Of course, you got to remember unprecedented does not mean illegal. It just means it's never been done before. And then you have a Justice Department and an FBI making up the rules of engagement and then avoid embarrassing questions by hiding behind the old rubric of, well, we don't comment on an, un on an ongoing investigation. So as long as you've got sealed documents and, and various affidavits that haven't been released, this will be an ongoing investigation, and you're not going to get a straight answer out of anybody. Proving once again, there really isn't anything that those in power can't do with their self-generated impunity. Now, considering the boundaries of the language specific to a search warrant and the parameters set by the Fourth Amendment, was the warrant perfectly legal or overbroad, overreaching as to the specificity of the place search and the items to be seized? Well, whatever the answer to that may be, it won't be forthcoming before the Democrats and their allies in the media have a field day spreading rumor and innuendo with all their usual mistruths, half-truths, outright lies, false news, you know, and so on. Uh, now, so there we are. We, we've got the raid. Then came Attorney General Merrick Garland four days after the raid and rummage of the Trump quarters. And he gives his big nothing burger speech, laced with rah-rah and woo-woos. But between the lines, as we discussed in our last pod, one important takeaway from Garland's screed was his comment alleging, quote, unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. And then the promise I will not stand silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. Well, right there, we question whether this constituted a not-so-veiled threat against the American people who intensely disagreed with the totally unnecessary and completely obvious strong-arm tactics against a former president that were all politically motivated anyway. What did he mean by, I will not stand by silently? Well, interestingly, we got more than a peek behind the curtain on that, thanks to Florida Senator Marco Rubio. During an appearance on Sean Hannity's TV show, he laid it out concisely. Look, I'm, I'm here in a very unique position in South Florida, surrounded by people that come from countries where this is familiar to them. This is shocking to Americans. But in Latin America and many of these you know, countries around the world, here's what happens. A group takes power. One of the first things that group does is they begin to persecute and go after their political opponents. And then when the supporters of their political opponents begin to complain about it, they begin to target them and they criminalize opposition. And that's what's happening here now. They took power. They are demanding. And you see it on Twitter. You see their public statements. They are demanding. They want Donald Trump arrested. They want him charged right now. They wanted him charged months ago, years ago. And then... He added this little something extra. And I'm telling you the next thing you're going to see here, Sean, because it's the playbook. And that is they are now going to begin to say, oh, these Trump supporters, these Republicans, they're very upset. They're saying very angry things. We think they might be a threat. We think they're radical extremists. Let's start arresting them. You're going the next step in this process is going to be that people who are supporters of Donald Trump's or just conservatives complaining about this are going to begin to get harassed by, are going to begin to get labeled as potential insurrectionists and are going to begin to get harassed uh, by law enforcement. That's the next step in this playbook, sadly. Remarkably, 
right after Rubio's forecast, CBS News, one of the more popular FBI information portals, provided just the proof needed to show Rubio was spot on and that we were all heading towards some pretty deep fertilizer. CBS said an internal intelligence bulletin stated as a result of recent activities, we assess the potential targets of DVE, domestic violence, that moving forward could include law enforcement, judicial officials, individuals implicated in conspiracy theories, and perceived ideological components who challenge their worldview. Events could escalate the threat environment further, including possible future law enforcement or legal actions against individuals associated with the Palm Beach search, statements by public officials which incite violence, high-profile successful DVE attacks that inspire copycats or the emergence of additional conspiracy theories. Now, I, I hope you're following along on this because there's there's so much fog and lefuvium, uh, you know, all laced in there that just like the search warrant on Trump, this could mean anything. This could be anybody saying anything, posting anything anywhere, as long as the FBI and various and sundry wanted to come in and make an issue out of it. The bulletin also states that the threats seen so far since the search point to the possibility that domestic violent extremists, the DVEs, could see the 2022 midterm elections in November as, quote, an additional flashpoint around which to escalate threats against perceived ideological components, including federal law enforcement personnel, unquote. So, so there it is. There, there is. there is all the cover that they need to start getting set up for the manipulation, the mini-management, the micromanagement of the upcoming midterm elections where Democrats were supposed to get their ass kicked. Now, not to overuse the word, but I got to say, uh, many podcasters, bloggers, talk radio colleagues uh, have been saying or writing that the run-up to the midterm elections, uh, now about, what, 12 weeks away, uh, were going to be unprecedented, tumultuous, and very likely at uh, levels of danger, and very likely dangerous at any number of levels. Everyone likes to be right about things. For me, this is not one of them. But as noted in an earlier pod, be prepared is the best we can do. And the only way to be prepared is with as much accurate information as you can bring to yourself from a trusted source or sources. They're out there. You just got to find them. Hopefully, you'll think this is one of them. Between now and November, we're likely to see way more of what we don't want to see. That's the best I can do for now. The way things are going, I'll probably be back with something completely different way sooner than later. Tell you what, drop over to brianwilson.net, sign up for our hysterical notification of the next catharsis. Oh, and uh, and keep the emails coming to uh, brian at brianwilson.net. I'll read a bunch of them soon, but not now. For Joe Ted, our intrepid bus driver and laundromat maintenance guy, Brian Wilson here. We're done. Pull the plug, Joe.